Welcome to For the Life of Me podcast, where I share musings and perspectives on how we really, truly live a life divine, even during times of so much turmoil and uncertainty. We can still find that spark, the way we can connect to what is true for us and live our life in beauty, in divinity, in gratitude, and creativity. I'm Julie Pyatt, your host. Thanks so much for joining me. So how are you? It's so nice to be connecting across the airwaves of this global platform, the medium of the pod where we can commune and connect in intimacy and truth and beauty. I appreciate you being here and it is deeply meaningful for me to be able to share in this way. So before I get into the topic this week, I wanted to share with you a little bit about my plant-based cheese collection called Shrimu Do Life. Shrimu Do Life is plant-based, artisanal, delicious, cheesy, tangy, creamy, full-bodied, aged wheels of cheese that are mind-blowingly delicious. It's my heart really my heart offering. I've been preparing all of my lifetimes (laughs) for this. And um, it's just truly, truly, truly heartfelt. It is a mission for uplifting humanity, healing our animals, healing our Mother Earth, and providing a future for our children. I know you guys want to join me. It's a home delivery subscription offering. If you go to shrimu.com, you can check out all the new flavors and the product offerings and see for yourself what I'm talking about. I'd love to have you join us and be part of that community. And so I hope to see you guys there. Be well. Do life, not cheese. So I forgot to tell you what the topic was going to be. I just jumped right into my Shrimu read. It's kind of a new thing for me. You know, I'm becoming kind of legit with the podcast. It's being produced by some heart, like seriously legit radio people, Joe (laughs) and Neil. Um, They're English, which makes me feel even super special because their voices are amazing. And anyway, they've been really helping me to move into the space um, as a, a, a legitimate, powerful podcast host. So anyway, thanks for listening to my reads. I know they're going to get better and better, but for right now, Shrimu is sponsoring for the life of me. So there you go. Um, so I wanted to talk about something a little bit, it's a, it's a little bit out of my wheelhouse. It's not necessarily a spiritual topic. But I think it's really important, and it's something that's been affecting me, and I bet it's been on your mind and heart as well, and that is cancel culture. So um, it's getting very scary, I think, for some of us to be out on social media, and you know, some of you know that I'm kind of like a tiger, and so I'll go into my privacy times where... I don't want anybody to know where I am. Um, So you can't count on me for daily stories. Uh Uh-uh. I have to see how I'm feeling. And before Joe and Neil, I was sporadic at best in my podcast offerings, but that's going to change now. But anyway, let's talk about cancel culture. It always affects me deeply when I see somebody throwing stones uh, when they're living in a glass house 
And this isn't a judgment from me to any other living being, but I mean, come on, like we're all far from perfect, right? So what is it inside someone that makes them feel so entitled or so much the authority that they can hurl insults or comments to other people online, even if they thought it. Okay, so there's one thing about thinking it or, or considering, oh, that seems a little bit uh, uncomfortable in my body. But what steps do you have to go to to get to the point where you make a nasty comment or then let's go to the other realm where people actually take time out of their day to write like insulting letters or emails or it's it's just amazing to me and i i think the danger of of again of of the cancel culture and these different isms i would call them group thinks that are going around social media the ways in which we are allowed to address certain issues the ways in which we must think the ways in which we must speak while most of it is well-intentioned, or I would say some of it is well-intentioned. And I would even say that I agree uh, with most of the initiatives, I'll call them, because I believe that every living being is divine and that it is a human right for every being to have their needs met, to be able to live in safety with food, shelter, clothing, health care, and respect for diversity, all diversity. We live in a multiverse of billions of life forms. And once again, humans want to create little boxes where they make people right or people wrong, people valid, people invalid, people worthy of love, people unworthy of love. This is a human construct and has nothing to do with divinity. And when we also get into agendas of ways we are allowed to speak about certain topics, we have created another box. And so being an advocate of diversity, of someone who um, has championed the individuality in children, who believes that the education system is obsolete and is dumbing down and constricting and condemning our children to diagnoses. I find this policing of comments and content to have a dark energy to it. And I got caught in it as well. But I'm, I'm wondering how we can continue to use social media as a tool. I just saw Social Dilemma recently. Joe saw it last night, um, which of course makes us all want to delete our social accounts immediately. And yet, you know, I worked with someone uh, today in a private session who was in the Netherlands via social media. I connected with a beautiful being named Tyler Yarrow, who is advocating for the rainforest in Southeast Alaska. And she is this beautiful, pure girl, young lady, young woman, living on the land with her boyfriend and a beautiful dog. And I have this connection to her because I was raised in Alaska. There's something there. 
And I would never have known her if it wasn't social media. She reached out. I happened to read her comment. I want to invite her on the podcast. She doesn't even know. Maybe she's going to listen to this. Hi, Tyler. She's pure and beautiful. And I, I want to help. I want to know more about her. She is indigenous of that area. And, um, and it's meaningful to me. There's a connection there. So how can we say that all social media is bad or, you know, it's not, I mean, there's been a lot of amazing things from it, but I guess I would say is how can we be open in our advocacy of different causes that we care about? You know, I'm going to put forth this initiative for Southeast Alaska rainforest, the Tongas. Um, but what if I had a whole agenda? Well, you can't, you can post about it, but if you post about it, you have to talk about it like that. And if you refer to the indigenous this way, then, you know, you better not do that. Or, you know, it's like I have to be open to the creativity and the good willing hearts of most people to add to the initiative what they feel is right. You know, somebody um, posted on Rich's feed in the last few months, a photo was snapped of Rich next to a teepee that we have raised on our land. And a well-meaning young person posted, um, you know, the appropriation accusation. And I see her point, and I didn't have the background or the ability or the bandwidth to let her know that I, in fact, worked with a Lakota Sioux chief on my land for two years. I built a sweat lodge with my kids and his kids. He christened my um, school blessed, my kids' school, my home school. I've done galactic meditations with him, sweat lodge by the fire where he's chanted and called in the grandmothers to support me. Um, I raised the teepee with him. And, um, you know, I worked with him for two years. I, I channeled a... Native American painting. We saw Avatar together wearing 3D glasses. Um, truly a magnificent experience of my life. And I'm not, I'm not Native this lifetime. But you know what? I, I was in a past lifetime. And so does this mean that I'm not allowed to bless that lineage or to experience that lineage because I'm not that blood this lifetime? And so I think the perspective that we're looking at things is very closed. And if I've learned anything on my spiritual path is that the more mature you get, the more you understand you know nothing. <laughs> and so the most enlightened way to be is non-judgmental, accepting and loving of each life form, even if they are very different than you are. So... For us to get caught into isms or boxes or attitudes of how people should think or feel is not celebrating diversity. It is not an openness. And of course, this person who commented on Rich didn't know of our lineage. And honestly, it's more me. I mean, it was more me that was there, but Rich was present for a lot of it. It's been part of our family. When I was going to raise that space, it was clearly, it was supposed to be a teepee. But, you know, we don't know who we are. We, you don't know where you've incarnated. And, you know, I have my dear friend Wuda, who is a tea master. He, he'll call himself a student of tea, but he's a tea master who lives in Taiwan, who has an ashram there where he hosts 
young people for free, and it's literally changed the lives of so many of us. A magnificent man and being, someone I treasure deeply. And um, actually, his um, tea movement is called globalteahut.org, and you can join and drink tea with us every morning if you guys are into sacred tea ceremony. But anyway, getting back to Wuda, he was raised in Cleveland, okay? Like the guy's a white guy, he's from Cleveland. <laughs> he is not from Taiwan, but I'm telling you, he is. Like when you experience him. And so the danger of being so judgy and so woke, like so completely woke that you're not woker than the next person, the danger is that you shut down people's spontaneity or their ability to feel beyond this realm. You know, it's one thing if I'm, you know, raping and pillaging the earth and I'm using the Native American, you know, presence, uh, you know, as a, as a fashion accessory. So let's not like cancel ourselves out of the messages and miracles that are coming. And in my awareness, no one has the right to tell another being how they should think, be, feel. We can only serve by being a shining, radiant light of example and awareness for others. And right now, I mean, I can say I post a lot less than I used to. I have to be very, to be very careful what you say. You have to be careful who you align with. Um, it has uh, caused an effect. And I know many of you who maybe aren't on social media as much, yeah. you're like, yeah, that's why, you know, I don't want to put myself out there because it's, it is a responsibility. I mean, it's not easy. So anyway, those are just some little feelings about watching ourselves to not get caught up in um, any kind of group think or any kind of really group violence. It's really sort of like a violent coliseum arena on t even on Twitter, right? I mean, do, is that really what we want to do? It's our individual choice to choose love, to try to understand why people feel the way they do. And um, just to understand that there is an agenda that is seeking to divide us. So the purpose of this podcast or this subject was to remind you that we are all human beings and we are actually multidimensional beings. So um, you've been many things in many places, <laughs> okay? So we can just say it's the golden rule. That's, that's like one of the biggest spiritual, you know, truths. Treat other people the way you would like to be treated. Be kind, be kind. Understand everybody you meet as an aspect of God. And if you edit them, you might just miss the miracle. So until next time, I hope that gives you a little bit to think about. It's not easy to navigate. There's a, a lot of things that are very heated and very inflamed right now. But understand that all are needed and that in community we thrive, just like the trees thrive in community and share with each other. Um, we thrive in diversity. So it is in the diversity of the soil, the diversity of trees, the diversity of our life, that we thrive and we are well and whole. And so we need to honor all diversity 
and uh, celebrate the fact that we are all so unique. So let's try to feel the energy of coming together, even as we approach this very, very volatile election and reminding yourself that within your human form, it is your right to vote and take all appropriate actions that are kind and loving and peaceful to express yourself. And at the end of the day, no political election is your source. The source is beyond that. So spend some time in devotion, connecting with that which is unseen, and bond and bind with your faith, knowing that there is a greater play at hand and that this is the awakening of the new earth. So until next time, I'm sending you guys so much love. Don't forget to vote. And um, before I go, I just want to tell you about Water Tiger. So if you want some communion along your path, you can join me for Water Tiger, my spiritual mentorship program. I offer a monthly global topic as well as answer all your questions. And I provide a dedicated healing technique which leads you deeper into the awareness and remembrance of who you are. Water Tiger is for everyone. It celebrates diversity and uniqueness of life. That's why I call it Water Tiger. So um, to find yourself as a form of nature that you could fall into, um, if you can imagine the Water Tiger is not trying to convince the frog that the Water Tiger way is the best way. No, no. So every life form is unique. And Water Tiger provides visualizations, meditations, processes, awarenesses that can lead you deeper into your heart. My arms are open wide. No one is more or less spiritual than anyone else. Um, and it really is a solo journey. There is no uh, interaction with the other members. So it's not a club. It's not an external process. It's a some techniques and tools to help you travel further within. So the subscription is $33 a month. I'd love to see you there if you're feeling aligned and you would like to join. Namaste. Namaste.